0: This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Today we're going to talk about a company that wants to further pollute the Hudson River. Holtec International is planning to discharge one million gallons of radioactive water into the Hudson as part of the decommissioning process of Indian Point. The plan was to do this in August. Just a few days ago, I spoke to Manna Joe Green. She's from Clearwater. She's also part of the Ulster County legislature. Now, of course, Clearwater doesn't want this to happen as one of their missions is to protect the Hudson River. But I put on my news hat for this talk because I didn't want a one-sided piece. I wanted to learn all the angles. So you may hear me being a little tough on Mana Joe. That's all right, she can take it. What I was pushing against was her belief that Holtec would dump this water, this radioactive water into the Hudson, regardless of the law, because people right now are working to change the law and make it illegal to put radioactive water into the Hudson. But I have to say, Mana Joe was right. Now that communities such as the town of Cortland, headed up by Supervisor Dr. Becker, has engaged the community and uh, County Executive George Latimer and many other communities up and down the Hudson. And the town of Cortland is hosting a rally on Saturday, May 6th, and bringing in media and speakers and performers. Now that all this is underfoot, Holtec, who said they were going to dump the water in August, they're now planning to do it in a matter of days, Hultec racing to dump the water before the law can be passed. That's what it seems. That's what's happening right now. I did reach out to Holtec. They haven't responded yet. And I reached out to the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation. Here's what they said. EPA and DEC are continuing to work in close partnership on these issues to ensure that the environment and public health is protected. Since radiological discharges from the Indian Point facility are regulated, by the Federal Nuclear Regulatory Commission. The agencies will work with them to share concerns raised by the public. For more information, please visit the federal NRC website on the decommissioning process. And then they give the site as nrc.org slash waste slash decommissioning slash process. So I got that statement from the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation. And yes, there has been polluted water, radioactive water, dumped into the hudson before as mana joe from clearwater points out the science is so much different now we've learned so much but it seems like we haven't learned enough because there's a huge company that thinks it's a good idea to put tritium into our hudson river so even though i i tried to approach this with a fair and balanced you know newsmaker approach to things the fact is this is my home The Hudson River Valley is my home. I have failed at trying to move away from this Hudson River that I feel emotionally tethered to. I think if you're lucky enough to grow up this close to the beautiful, majestic Hudson River and have it be the backdrop for every special celebration in your life, you can't help but be emotional when somebody says they're dumping radioactive waste into it. And when you know better, you do better, right? And not even for us, but for future generations. So I don't know if we're going to get the chance to have a rally that makes a difference as the town of Cortland is planning May 6th, because Holtec might dump the water before then. So I want you to listen to Mana Joe and what she has to offer. And if you feel so moved, reach out to the governor, to your community leaders, and let's try to do the right thing. Here's mana Joe Green, Hudson River Saloop Clearwaters Environmental Action Director.
1: Holtec has been decommissioning Indian Point, that is closing it down and taking taking it apart. But The highly radioactive fuel rods that were in the reactor as part of the process for generating electricity were then stored in fuel pools, big swimming pools, on racks to allow them to cool down both radioactively and in terms of temperature. And now they're being moved into a metal canister, a big tin can, really, in which they're being stored, and then that canister is put into a concrete cask, and that will be how these highly radioactive fuel rods are stored on site for a long time to come. The water in the fuel pool became very radioactive, and there are two fuel pools, one for Unit 2 and one for Unit 3. Tech is planning to treat the water in the fuel pools but that only removes some of the large radioisotopes and it can't remove tritium. Tritium is radioactive water and you can't remove the radioactivity from the water. So they're planning to discharge up to a million gallons of radioactive water into the Hudson River after they move out all the fuel rods, the fuel assemblies, into dry cast storage. Is this a surprise? Uh, No, it's not a surprise, but it's something that hasn't been dealt with Dealt with by whom? By any of the oversight agencies or the decommissioning oversight board, which is composed of elected officials and representatives of state agency, which have some jurisdiction. Mostly because it's radioactivity, it would be up to the Nuclear Regulatory Commission or, to some extent, possibly the New York State DEC. But the permits that DEC has are for other kinds of toxics, but not for radioactive materials. The permits are for they're called a speedies permit it's the state pollution discharge elimination system that's the authority that the state has to either permit or deny or in any way regulate discharges into water bodies. It doesn't include the radioactivity. That In that case, they defer to the Federal Nuclear Regulatory Commission whose standards were set in the 1970s and a lot of information, particularly about the dangers of tritium, tritiated water. These are old standards, and the Nuclear Regulatory Commission is not very proactive about protecting public health and safety.
0: So Holtec... Do they have a date to release this tritium water into the Hudson River, or is it just part of the plan, and we haven't gotten to that part yet?
1: They announced at a recent decommissioning oversight board meeting that they plan to empty the fuel pools as soon as August.
0: So hi, it's live, Casey, interjecting, taped, Casey, to say, um, Manajo just told me this information on Monday. Now, just days later, Holtec has changed their plan. They're not going to dump in August. They could dump as early as weeks from now. They're planning to do it now in early May. So back to my next question. Does local government have a say in this?
1: Not directly. Ironically and unfortunately But two of the elected officials That are at the state level New York State Senator Peter Harkum And Assemblymember Dana Levenberg Have created a bill Have introduced a bill To prevent the discharge of radioactive water Into New York waterways So that is ending in the legislature And we're hoping that it will pass And the governor will sign it If that's the case, we can get an injunction or an order to prevent the discharge.
0: I would think you wouldn't need an order or an injunction because if the law is passed that you can't put radioactive water in the Hudson, it would then be illegal for them to put radioactive water in the Hudson. And I would think they'd have to change their plan for the use of this spent water, right? Well, Holtec
1: has a history of sort of doing what they want.
0: Can we say, in fairness, Holtec hasn't released any of this water into the Hudson yet?
1: What we can
0: acknowledge
1: is that Entergy before them and Holtec have released radioactive water into the Hudson. They haven't yet treated or discharged the radioactive water that will be left in the fuel pools after the fuel assemblies are moved to dry cast storage. Gotcha.
0: So for what we're talking about right now, they haven't released this water with this radioactivity into the Hudson, but they're planning to in August. Me again, jumping in to say... Since Monday, Holtec changed the date to early May. There's motion underfoot to stop them via a bill that's going to make its way to Albany. So now, um, I guess I guess what's happening now is the news is just reaching the public and the local communities. And I, for one, my dogs swim in the Hudson. I'm not sure how radioactive water would affect my dogs swimming in the Hudson. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to have an awful lot to say About this. What do you know about how long this radioactive water lasts? Or what could you tell us about the effect this water might have on the Hudson?
1: Well, first of all, the Hudson already is polluted with, you know, legacy pollution, PCBs and new contaminants like PFOS. So adding the burden of radioactive material is. Of serious concern if you have radioactive material contained why discharge it into the environment into a water body that's the part
0: I don't know we can't speak to that you know that I'd have to speak to somebody from Holtec
1: they inherited when they bought the facility or transferred the facility from Entergy, who operated the plant, to Holtec, who's going to decommission the plant. They inherited the decommissioning trust fund, $2.4 billion, with a B, dollars. And whatever they don't spend on decommissioning, they get to keep as profit. We tried to prevent that and say that it should be returned to the ratepayers, but that effort failed. So that is the answer, and the reason that they're giving is that well this has been happening over the years we've been discharging radioactive water into the hudson we shouldn't be stopped from doing so but that burden is cumulative and it adds to the sources of pollution already in the hudson right the heavier, larger radioactive isotopes like strontium and cesium have very long half-lives in the thousands, in some cases hundreds of thousands of years. Tritium itself has a short half-life. That is, it decays and becomes less radioactive in 12 and a half years. Half of the tritium would not pose a a problem of radioactivity. So we believe that storing it on site, storing the tritiated water in tanks that are enclosed and sealed to also reduce the amount of evaporation into the air. And if you store it on site, in 12 and a half years, it'll it'll be half as radioactive. And in 60 years, it would be half five times. So I think that there is a good solution to just require them to store it on site. There are tanks on site that could be reused for this purpose, and they don't have to do the discharge. The closer you are to the source of the discharge into the Hudson, the greater the chance of exposure. and. If you might recall, probably five to 10 years ago, they were planning to build a desalination plant across the river three and a half miles to the southwest in Averstraw Bay, and they built a pilot project there. And radioactive isotopes from Indian Point were found on both sides of the reverse osmosis membrane. So that pilot desalination plant shows that radioactivity that's discharged into the hudson from indian point does travel and in the case of the hudson river it's an estuary all the way to albany so twice a day it shifts from flowing south to flowing north and later 12 hours later does that again Mm -hmm. so Basically, discharging radioactive water into the Hudson allows it to slosh around and move pretty widely. As it does so, it will be diluted. There's no question about that but tritium is very insidious. If you bring it into your body, it gets into the cells very easily because the cells can't distinguish between regular water and radioactive water, and once it's in the cells, it can affect the DNA and the RNA and cause serious problems. Pregnant women and fetuses are especially susceptible, people that have compromised immune systems, etc. So let use the precautionary principle, prevent the discharge into the river, Okay, store it on site. Yep,
0: that makes sense. How do we prevent it?
1: Well, so far, Rockland County, Westchester County, and half a dozen municipalities have passed resolutions opposing it. And I think the best way to stop it is if the Harcum-Levenberg bill is passed And then an injunction is issued because just because the law is passed doesn't mean that HALTEC won't try to do it anyway. But if there is an injunction or essentially a a stop work order, then they will not be allowed to. My concern is they're going to rush and try to do it before we can get through that legal process. They have said they will. They said they will before the bill was proposed, so I don't have evidence that they will violate a law if, if a law is passed, no.
0: For anyone who would like to participate in the solution, what can they do? We held two
1: public health and safety forums, uh, virtual, and they were recorded, and they are on the grassroots environmental education website grassroots environmental education and then look up indian point there's a lot of really good information there the other thing they can do is ask their local municipality or their county to sponsor a resolution opposing this i know that i also serve on the Ulster County legislature and there is a resolution pending for Ulster County to take action and I think that the communities that take their drinking water from the Hudson even though they're anywhere from 30 to 45 miles north of Indian Point but still adding to that pollution burden when it's unnecessary is the wrong thing to do and I'm hoping that they will in as well but for your dog or people that like to swim in the Hudson or even recreate we want to be sure that that radioactivity is kept contained on site.
0: That's Mana Joe Green, Hudson River Sloop Clearwaters Environmental Action Director since 2000. She previously served as recycling coordinator, educator for the Ulster County Resource Recovery Agency for more than 10 years, and she was a critical care nurse for 22 years. And Manajo Green was very patient with me in educating me as to what is going on with the decommissioning of Indian Point. And you can just read all about it everywhere today. It seems as though Holtec is going to try to rush ahead and dump this water into the Hudson before anybody can have their say about it. So storing it on site for 12 years, for 60 years, might be the smartest thing to do, might be the kindest thing to do for planet Earth, And my prayer is that somewhere there's a brilliant child being born into our universe who's going to help get us out of this mess. And not just this mess, but even the greater mess that planet Earth seems to be in. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On, where usually we're talking about good ideas to try that might make your life a little happier or healthier. But today we're taking a great big cannonball jump into ecology. Right here in our Hudson River Valley. And I just got off the phone with Claudia from the town of Cortland who assures me that regardless of what Holtec does, there will be a rally on May 6th. It's called the Rally to Save the Hudson. It's going to be at the Cortland Waterfront Park. May 6th, 2 p.m. if it rains, we'll be there the following day. Westchester County Executive George Latimer will be there, along with Senator Harkham and Assemblywoman Levenberg, who have proposed the bill. And there'll be speakers from Riverkeeper, Scenic Hudson, and other supervisors and mayors in Westchester, Putnam, and Rockland counties. Dar Williams, the singer-songwriter, will be there. Livingston Taylor, Tom Chapin have all been invited. And you're invited, too. And I will see you there. The rally to save the Hudson, Saturday, May 6th, in Verplank. And I hope when we get together for our... Our August retreat at Marriondale, right on the Hudson, will be able to say, we made a difference. And along with that, May 6th, Saturday for the rally, let me throw out another date. Our next Shine On Zoom, free and open to all, is Monday, March 20th at 6 p.m. If you need the link, go to caseysplace.com. And we do have retreats coming up July at Graymoor in Garrison and August at Merriandale in Ossining. Sign up at caseysplace.com. And I am so excited at my restraint. It is spring in the Hudson Valley. The magnolia trees are insanely gorgeous. The daffodils are bobbing their little heads everywhere. And I haven't purchased a plant yet. It's almost miraculous that I haven't purchased a plant yet. I have raked out the garden, I've gotten my seeds ready, I've gotten my pots ready, but I haven't purchased a plant yet. Because once I start, you know, it just becomes a weekly thing. My hope this week is that you'll do something kind for Mother Earth. Whether it's planting something or even just bending over to pick up a piece of trash, or choosing to bring your coffee cup to the deli instead of getting anything single use. Use that water bottle too. The earth is so beautiful to us, right? Especially this time of year, the earth is so beautiful to us. What can we give back? Or maybe you wanna do a little more research into this whole text story. And maybe you'll agree that when we know better, we can do better. And maybe you'll want to send an email or leave a message for someone and speak up for our Hudson River and speak up for future generations. I know. Where did balanced newswoman Casey go? (laughs) I tried. I gave it a good attempt. And now I'll give you this, our thought for the day. It's a beautiful poem from Mary Oliver, and it's called The Swan. Did you too see it drifting all night on the black river? Did you see it in the morning, rising into the silvery air? An armful of white blossoms, a perfect commotion of silk and linen as it leaned into the bondage of its wings, a snowbank, a bank of lilies, biting the air with its black beak, Did you hear it? fluting and whistling, a shrill dark music, like the rain pelting the trees, like a waterfall knifing down the black ledges. And did you see it finally just under the clouds? A white cross streaming across the sky, its feet like black leaves, its wings, like the stretching light of the river. And did you feel it in your heart? How it pertained to everything? And have you two finally figured out what beauty is for? And have you changed your life? Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on.